What's going on? I'm back with another episode of Politicking and Demonstrating. Here to get y'all some more game. Hopefully y'all will soak it up. I got my man Chauncey White. What's up? What's up? He does a lot dealing with the software. He had a magazine, Life Lessons. Brought this out a few years back. You know, he gonna talk about that. We gonna get into that a little bit. And, uh, you know, Life Lessons, I guess, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just off the head. Life Lessons. Let's go, man. Right. Let's talk about it. Life Lessons, uh, baby. You know. <laughs> And um, what made you want to bring the magazine out? You know, like that that's something that, you know. <sighs> yeah. Well, first of all, this is it, it's a old. Well, it's a few years older. Well, of course, I'm not doing it right now. But when I was doing it, it was uh, for what it's called life lessons. It was to uh, help educate one that you know, everyone has lessons in life that they live and oftentimes some of the greatest lessons are taught by people who are not on TV. Mm. You know, they're not athletes. They're just regular everyday people who have extraordinary lives. And if you actually listen, uh, you probably can learn a whole lot. So life lessons was uh, kind of birthed from my own experiences, all a lot of the life lessons that I learned and being a person who lived in the streets. And, you know, a lot of people say I'm from the streets. I lived there. Okay. Right, right. When I say I lived there, I'm talking about out the car. Right. Don't know where you're going to go. You, this place, there was one month I was in nine different places. But you know what? When that was probably one of the most enlightening parts of my life, though, because life lessons, that's actually where I found most of my strength was when I was at that far down. Mm. And that's where I found my fortitude and my fight was when I was that far. So life lessons is really, it well, it was, and I may bring it back out, but it really was about, you know, everyday people. And there's, you know, we get some, cele- we had some celebrities in here, but it really wasn't about celebrities. Right. It was about the average everyday people. They tell their stories and it was really picturesque. I mean, this was when magazines was cool. Yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is a uh, very, very, very well put together magazine. I mean, you got the Thank ads, you. you got real ads, BMW, Chevy. I'm just saying, you know, it's 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 a real magazine. It's not right. something that um, you know, was just put together and, and you know just put out. So you know, All right? Yeah, great right pictures, on. man. You know, great advertisement, big accomplishment. I appreciate you know you made it happen. No, um, hey, you know, life lessons. Life lessons. Now, real, real big into the tech industry, software. Mm-hmm. Let's get into that and talk about, you know, what you're doing and what you've been doing. But first of all, talk about how you got started in it, Oof. you know. All right. So it goes back to um, how I, how I, well, let me just explain what, what it is. So first of all, I created a software. It's an algorithmic software that this is real broad terms okay Mm. that figures out how to reduce the most risk for making money period all right now from there you've got to start understanding how money is made Mm. all right so that's where we're going to start getting into a lineage so when i first started uh obviously i I, uh, grew up 
country boy, Oak Hill, Arkansas, Bible Belt. Didn't really know much. Parents moved us out to Virginia. And then after that, uh, never finished college. But I ended up uh, get, being real smart. And, and I worked for the bank for, for some years. And that's kind of where I started learning how uh, the banking and government work and how to reduce risk and uh, was a regional compliance director, was traveled overseas, Sri Lanka, was out that way, Singapore, no education, hmm. no education, but I managed to get that far with the banks because of one word, risk, hmm. risk, 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 risk management. So what do I mean by that? You got to figure out ways where you can reduce your chances of not making it. All right. So what I learned at, at the bank was, is that, you know, a lot of people had education, but they weren't looking at other areas where they can have leverage. So what I would do was if I was, if I knew I was interviewing against you, mm -hmm. I figure out all your weaknesses. I bring that to the job interview and make sure that they know I know what I'm up against. Mm. So I had, because I didn't have education, I had to use something as leverage because it wasn't guaranteed that I was going to get that job. It wasn't guaranteed I was going right. to be paid. So I had to be able to barter something else. I had to leverage something, right? So when I started realizing that in order to make money, it's all about wager. It's all about leveraging, right? So when I got laid off, uh, when I got laid off, that's when I started my businesses. I ended up starting a number of different tech companies. Failure after failure after failure, you know, mm. one after another, you know, it just that's where I went through that whole cycle of you don't know where you're going to stay. You don't know where you're going to live and all this other good stuff. Yeah. Years went on and a lot of failure went on. And uh, ultimately, I started I, I'm thinking way out of the door or the way out of, you know, you know what the what the uh, the rat what's it called? The rat race. The rat hole, the rat hole, rat. the way out of that was through conventional business. So that's the reason I yeah. never left it. So I started this and I'm like, well, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something big, man. I'm going to, yeah. you know, I had a, the, the, the best quality and whatever. And what I found was, is that no, no matter how amazing this was, no matter how great it was, if I did not know how to calculate my chances for success, Mm -hmm. I was doomed for failure. Yeah. You know, it's not going, you know, just, just, you know, come right away. You really have to work, you know, and it's not depending on what you're doing, whatever you're doing, you know, just put the work in. Eventually you will get something out of it. Now, if you ain't really got no talent and you're just not good at what you're doing, just find something else to do. I'm not talking to y'all. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but, yeah, but you yeah. know what? The thing is, is that I wanted to be a musician, right? Right. There's this thing called supply and demand. Right. Now, the question is, what kind of life you want? And what market are you trying to create that supply right. in? Are you a good musician? I used to be. Right. But you know, How you used to be a good musician? <laughs> Because I, you may you, you know, it's a long story. Yeah, 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 we're not gonna need to get. If you don't use it, you're gonna lose it. Right, but right. Music is always in my heart. But when it's when we're talking about money, mm -hmm. the kind of money I want. Right now, I got to start weighing my odds. Yeah. Against the market. 
you're or not against my competition. Basically, what you're saying is, is hey, I'm, I'm not going to get what I want with that profession. With this, because there's too many guys who can straight up kick my ass on the keys. Right. So why am I going to compete in this yeah. market? And that's, just, and, and that's exactly what I just said. Right. You know, you you talented. Right. You could play. But what are your chances? What are your chances? Actually playing for a, 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 a big pop singer or, right. you know, right. playing for a rapper when he want to play. And how much ass are you going to have, you gonna like have to kiss to even get it? Right. Right. So it's like, that's when I started realizing that everything we're doing for money, it's mm -hmm. all about wager and leverage and opportunity. Yeah. And if you can't calculate such things, yeah. then you gambling. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the way we're sold into this market, see, mm -hmm. there's a reason why most people, they say the 99% work for one. Mm. And, and there's this old biblical scripture that says people perish because they lack knowledge, right? Mm. If not that I'm religious, but that's a good path. Right, right. So if you're lacking knowledge, no mm. matter how good of a person you are, failure is common. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm, I know I could spit these bars. I could do this, that, and the other. Great. Where are you located? Who's your market? All, all these risk variables, if you don't understand them, no matter how good of a lyricist you are. Look, Blind Fury, you ever, you're sure you know about that guy, right? Remember yeah, that guy I, I, 106 I, I, and Park? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude killed 106 and Park. Mm -hmm. How many millions is he collecting right now for his skill? Right. There's risk in that market, mm -hmm. no matter how great of a lyricist or or whatever you are especially with the music man especially you know, you, with the music you know you really only it but it depends on what level you're trying to be on because you can right. actually make money depending uh, on what uh, you're trying to do what yeah. what is it what kind of life you want yeah if right. you trying to be at a certain point you're trying to be way up there you know hey man you know good luck with that and uh you yeah. know it it, it is it it is what it is, but you could actually be a mid-level guy, tour the country, and 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 make good money, man. It's a market for that. And the know? thing is, and, and shout out to Brian Fury. I was actually looking at 106 and Park. Right. Day. So I just have to hit, and I was like, God, this dude just straight killing these cases coming up. Yeah, yeah. But he ain't marketable. Right. Right. So no matter how good you think you are, what are your chances? Right. Yeah. And the same thing with this magazine, as nice as it is, there are still levels of risk that I did not understand. And that is what cost me time and money. Yeah. And in this one life we got, one thing we ain't got a whole lot of is time. Well, time. And most of us ain't got no money with it. Right. And I want both. Right. So I had to get smart. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get smart because it's like, I got to figure out the game right right the game ain't about work because now you're taking my time mm. well if i gotta get money how could i get money without quote unquote working that's where understanding how to reduce your chances come in at so if 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 for example i got a friend man listen he he makes about two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year mm. on his job and every now and then we'll kick it and one of the things we were talking about is kind of what we're 
often allude to now is about, you know, breaking down risk and stuff like that. And so what I told him was, I was like, you know, as much money as you make, the only thing that you don't have is time. So if you die tonight, you would have been a great employee for the most part of your life. You would have bought a house and the banks would have been happy. Mm -hmm. the, the mortgage company would have been happy. The taxes would have been happy. But 40 of your waking hours was given to someone else. Right. And that was the game I didn't want to play. Yeah. So ultimately, when I kind of start, when I let this go, is when I start really starting to think about how could I get smarter and better about my decisions yeah. and making money. And, you know, most of us fall into that pattern of, you know, working for somebody else and, you know, uh, punching that clock. Basically, you have some people that's doing it, but they got other hustles on the side trying to get up out of that. But most of the people are just going to do it forever and just ride it out. Right. And um, the most interesting thing about creating your own avenue and job and business, whatever, you know, title you want to put on it. Mm -hmm is um yeah you can uh, uh really make something for yourself yeah you're gonna fail all of that you know but it's yours right and a lot of people don't understand that not really used to having something for themselves that matters right you know right. something that's you know significant matters something that really matters right you know having something you know in your name it's yours you own it you running it. Hey, right. man, it takes a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of people uh, 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 would like to do it, but they don't have what it takes to really do it. And it takes right. a lot, man. Yeah. And, and, and you're going to trip and fall and stumble and yeah. fumble and all. And that's really what breaks people down. The body shots. Pop, 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 pop. Man, fuck that. I'm, 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 right. I, 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 I'm finna go do something else. But if you stick with it, and go through all that, and you got what it take, you're going to get something out of it, man. Right. And that's the whole thing about it, the trials and tribulations. Right. You know, it's not going to happen overnight, man. So mm -hmm. what you're saying is very, very, very important. And, you know, just like the, uh, um, getting into the tech and the software industry, I know that was kind of like wild for you. And having to learn how to maneuver, like you're talking about yeah. maneuvering. Yeah. I'm talking about real maneuvering. Right. Because, you know, it's extra hard for us, and it ain't too many brothers in the game with you. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like it's a a, a whole a, a slew of brothers and sisters that's in that game with you. So that makes it even more harder for uh, uh, people to come up in it and for you to be successful in doing what you're doing. Hey man, you're a cold piece of work, Jack. So I get into that. It. And you know, well, you know yeah. about that maneuvering yeah. and, and see, this is what y'all need to pay attention to because when you get into these type of uh, uh, activities and avenues, Hey man, you better know how to maneuver yeah. with this, with this.
You better be able to know how to use it, man. So get to that. So to piggyback on what you're talking about, like what I would tell people who are trying to start a business, uh, number one, you need to know what you're in it for. Mm. All right. What is it? Why are you here? Mm. Right. Because you can win. And when I think of winning, I think of your abilities to have money and as much time as you can have. The biggest commodity is not how much paper you can throw, but how much time you can redeem with that paper. Mm. And a lot of times we get confused on thinking that the game is about having money and money is the byproduct of how best your time is. Listen, Bernie Madoff is a billion. Well, he I don't know if he's dead or not, but he was in jail. Mm. Okay. Billionaire in jail. So it doesn't matter how much money you, you have if you're locked up mentally mm -hmm. or if you're locked up with your time yeah. so one of the things i had to get smart about was okay what is it that i want i want time and i want money right so well what are my chances of that here where mm -hmm. i'm at at that where, where there was a job or a business or wherever i was and so what i had to do was and what i tell everybody who's trying to start a business if if that's what you're in your first thing you need to do, because when people come to me and say, hey, I want you to invest in my company, my first thing is, what's your risk analysis? Huh? What's your risk? And what are all the areas where this is going to fail? If you can't have that conversation, you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's the first and foremost thing. Stop going by what your gut feels. Right? I feel real positive and I, you know, I just got this burning. It doesn't matter. Is it going to sell? Mm. And who's going to buy it? Yeah. And who do we have to compete against to make sure that happens? Dreams and reality. Dreams and reality. <laughs> so now what you got going is you got all of these different variables that you got to meet. Yeah. And if you don't meet these things, it's just like having a job. If you, you got a job description try not meeting those variables that will cause you to lose that job mm -hmm. right now the reason why a job is cool is because you don't have to take the risk that the owner of the company did right he had to go and put the money up to sell that product or that service mm. right so because we aren't willing to do that what we say is well shit, i'm gonna go work for you right and we call that security Mm. And it's not because it, it but because it's predicated on the market. So if people ain't buying my product or service, sure. And security kicking your ass today. Boy, security kicking. Get, <laughs> get, get, get your ass over here. Got that. I'm right. talking bad. Oh, man. It's, man. Whooping. it's whooping. I know the game, but when we don't understand <laughs> what that security is, and you know what happened, man, when I got laid off. I said, okay, listen, I don't want to do this nine to five thing no more. I'm going to start my company. Yeah. And that's when, a lot of you not, shit went so far downhill. And I mean, but that was the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Because it was like I was getting, I asked the universe, I asked God to take me away from this. So now it said, okay, cool. I'm going to take you away from it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a whole new side of this track. Right. You about to lose it all. And let's see how you cope. You about to, your friends, oh, they all about to talk about you. Right. So whatever you thought you had with that, that's out. Mm. Okay. 
you're going to lose your house, whatever money you thought you had. Mm. <laughs> and after you've lost that all, will you stand? Listen, I'm telling you, man, life is real. I throw you a curveball with a slider at the same time. <laughs> you, you, you ain't, you ain't, you, 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 95 miles slider. Listen, with a curveball. That's too much, man. You know what I'm saying? Coming from Randy Johnson or something. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's listen, uh, she's undefeated. You know, the only thing you can do is do what you're supposed to do. And like I always say, stay righteous and keep your hands clean. Right. You know, and uh, mind your business. And and do what you're supposed to do, you know, because once you get a certain age, you know, you shouldn't be doing uh, bogus activities anyway. You know, just doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing. Right. You know, be responsible. Hey, he's not saying uh, because you have a job, you a sucker. No, not at all. Because you got to eat. Right. But um, it becomes an issue when you're crying about what you're doing every day and you want a lot of things in life, but you're not willing to work for them. Right. That's what we're talking to. Right. So, you know, if you can't get up and just, you know, go get those extras for yourself. Cause Hey man, you still can have a job. Listen, man, ain't nothing wrong with having a job because you mm -hmm. could, you can get that insurance, you know, have your dental, your vision with your, with your uh with your medical and still have your own business and have a nice business. It depends on how you want to do it. It depends on what life you want. Yeah. And the only thing yeah. I'm trying to say is is that there ain't no limit to the life you can have. Yeah. And the reason I said that, because yeah. you know, some people do that. Right. You know? We need it. I mean, yeah. listen, yeah. like we really do that. There are different, there are four markets yeah. where you can make money. Most, but when we, listen, I think it was Rockefeller that said this in 1906. Mm. And he went on to invest $1.3 billion in the U.S. education system. You know what he said? I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. Mm. Rockefeller. Work, 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 okay. work, work, work. So we already are in a system where we're being indoctrinated to work, mm. right? And not think. There, I think it was Robert Kiyosaki that said, think and grow rich, mm -hmm. not work and grow rich. Mm -hmm. It comes in form of thought first. Mm -hmm. Well, the question is, what are you thinking about? What I'm here to tell you is that when you're thinking about money, your first thought will be, where are all the areas where I will fail? And then when you start thinking from that perspective, Risk management is something that we're really not taught about. Mm. How are you going? How's this going to screw up? You know, so it's like when I when people say, "Hey, man, I want you to invest in the company. I want to go in business with you. I want to do this, that, and the other." All right, what's your idea? Good, it's a great idea, man. You could sing or whatever the case may be. Well, all the areas this is about to fail, and I'm telling you, there's probably 110 of them. Mm. And if we're not thinking about that, if we don't know what those are we may be spinning our wheels because the reality is, is that even if you said, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to go start a magazine company, you st you have not only a higher chance at failure, mm -hmm. right? But you stand to lose a lot more of your time and money. Right. So starting a business ain't necessarily the most wise idea either. Mm -hmm. If you understand 
the game. <laughs> Listen, man, if you're going to start a business, you better make sure you can sell whatever you're trying to. You better, you, you, you better be great at something. You, you, you know, gotta have leverage. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your angle? What's your leverage? It's like, and how does that translate in competition? Mm -hmm. You ever heard of a see? This is a market. They they the capital market is capital means money. Mm -hmm. Market is the Thunderdome where people where all the people go to compete. Mm. A supermarket, right. You know what supermarket is? The reason they call it super is because it's a thousand or something business that's all competing yep. for somebody's money. Somebody going to lose, though. That's the thing. Right. All those brands in there, somebody's going to lose. So whatever you trying to do, whether it's a job, trying to get promoted, who are you competing with? Because there is the risk. What are What are your chances? of you getting that life you want. So when I started losing so much, and I mean losing, right, right. by the pound, the only question I could even form was, mm. why? No matter how, man, listen, we, look, you saw it. We yep. got, what was it? Neiman's and Marcus in here. Mm -hmm. So it's like with all of that going on, how you lose it? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. And when I started getting smart about that, that's when I started really studying capital markets, the whole point of our existence. How do we make money? Who controls it? Who educates us? And how do we escape the plenty of the apes? <laughs> you know what I mean? How do we escape this game? How do we get our time and our money back? So that's where I started getting smart and I started uh, developing software and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, man. Developing the software. Um, I'm sure that's, you know, a, a very, very, very uh, tactical job. And I'm sure the experiences, you know, sometimes it could be overwhelming, mm. you know, mm. because I'm sure software is always changing. Mm -hmm. And you know, kind of get into that, you know. Well, it, well, all right. So what I ended up developing after uh, all these losses was, well, the first question was, why are you losing? Right. And ultimately, the losing was because I did not know. And and as I think I said in the last segment that or earlier that there is a biblical passage, even though I'm not religious, that says people perish not because they're good folk but they do they die they perish because they lack knowledge mm. so no matter how great your ideas are if you are lacking knowledge if you're lacking the common sense behind them it means nothing you're gonna perish you don't so i started saying well how in the world can i because I, I i i developed this stuff so what are all and then i started thinking about all the ways i was failing and I'm like, man, that's just too much. Like, I couldn't overcome that, couldn't overcome that. And then there's time, there's competition, there's pricing, there's delivery, there's marketing, there's advertising, there's legal, there's accounting. Boop, 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 boop. For the kind of life I wanted, the risk here was way too high. And so I started getting smart and thinking about what markets actually lower my risk for money. So 
that's where we start going down the rabbit hole of understanding how capital works, capital markets. So before I start talking about the casino market, let's talk about the, the four major capital markets that's really not talked about and how I ended up, well, I've been in Vegas now for three years mm. and, how, and what it actually brought me here. So uh, because I have nothing to do with Vegas. As you you know, I, mm-hmm. I rarely even leave my place. So I, I really don't have a lot to do with Vegas outside of the capital market that it is. Mm-hmm. It's just not sold and it, it's not sold and educated to us that way. So let me kind of break it down. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when this uh, folded, I'm going to say it folded because I still own it. I still have it. Actually, you can go on lifelessonsmagazine.com and you can still read a lot of stories. We were starting to grow pretty nicely in uh, New York and in other places too, but New York particularly. So when this kind of folded, I came to uh, Las Vegas for the first time, first time in my life. And that was maybe about seven years ago. Never knew anything about this city or what it did. I didn't yeah. even understand what a casino was. Right, right. right. Me neither. And, I, I, the only casino I had ever been to was uh the ones in indiana and i wasn't really in there trying to you know put one i was in that really in in there with my mother and my auntie excuse me right that's who i was in there with and uh they was doing their little thing but i really wasn't paying attention to what was going on and really right. didn't care so it was like whatever yeah but yeah i feel you on that so i know? i came here and i first that was like seven years ago mm-hmm. and uh, that weekend hadn't even I didn't realize that people were giving these people money <laughs> and taking it back or getting a dollar from them. Mm-hmm. And I sat down at one of the games. My sister sat down. Now, I don't want you to think about this from a because that's where it's been taught casino. So when I saw it, when I saw the casino, I said, wait a minute, you put a dollar there and then you got this back mm-hmm. and he's like yeah i say do you get to keep that she said yeah i said do you understand what you just did she says what i say you know how much money it cost me to develop this magazine mm. thousands how many networking parties i went to how mm. many hands i shook all to fold Mm. and i mean before i sold the first copy i was in ten thousand dollars here is what the banks don't tell you they don't tell you as a business as an entrepreneur that you have a 70 percent chance of failure Mm. they're not going to tell you you're going to bring you in there with that 800 credit score say oh that's great but you know you have a 70 percent chance at losing your company right right would you still go into business if you knew those were your odds? Probably not, because who would play a 70% odd? And we don't tell you that why, because they make interest on your SBA or whatever loan you've got. Mm. So the banks is gonna make money off of you for 10 years. So even if you failed, guess who won? The house, the banks. Now the other 30% who, who actually succeeded, guess what they still get to do? Pay taxes. So who's winning? The banks, right? 
So I'm like, wait a minute. Why is it that I just put $5 here when I put 10 here before I sold the first $10 magazine? And I won five without risking 10. Mm. Now, the thing is, they say, well, life is, uh, you know, it, there's, there's, everything's a gamble. Well, if it's all a gamble, why are we not being taught that it is? Why are we not being taught that everything comes with risk and liability? Because the house wins every time we are educated. Because had I been educated as an entrepreneur, and here's what the bankers do, bro. They are really, I think we said it earlier, Rockefeller said 1906, I think it was, go look it up. We want a nation of workers, not a nation of thinkers. If someone, if you hear a job interview, they wrote off the top of it, slave contract. Mm -hmm. Would you be apropos to go take that job? Would you say, man, this is a job I want. They got the word slave contract on top. No, but they do a good job in making sure that they define certain words for certain markets. So mm -hmm. they call people in that market employees. Now, yeah. an entrepreneur, meanwhile, you got to go take out $60,000 of a loan and that's called an education, right? Mm. And that when they give you that, that, that paper, you know what they don't say? This is going to guarantee you $100,000 in and out of inflation. Right now, inflation is almost 10%. If you get an increase on your job, it'd be no more than three. Right, right. But you just wagered $60,000 called an education before you got the job. Yeah. The same way I gave these jokers $10,000 before I sold the first one and still mm. lost. Right. Okay. Didn't see nothing from it. Because no one told me about risk. So it's like, well, how do I hedge my risk if, I'm, if I want to play in the job market, I get more education, yeah. right? I have to wage higher. I got to put more out. This is exactly what these suckers is doing up the street. Mm. The difference is, though, they're, the risk and the liability is not being taught and educated to people the same way it is in other markets. So I developed a software for the stock market at first because the stock market says instead of me taking the risk of an entrepreneur i'm going to gamble based on his risk mm. i'm gonna see if so i'm gonna invest in your company and because you managed to put up all the money and you really did a good job at competition and competing and marketing you answered all the risk columns the best so i'm gonna put my money on you mm. But there are variables, but that doesn't mean I'm guaranteed to win on that stock trade. Right. Because 90% of Forex traders fail. Mm. As good as that sounds. And all these new upstart gurus that want to tell everybody to go invest in the market. Ask them this question. How do you calculate risk, futures risk? Do you know what those variables are? Are they outlined in these, uh, these portfolios? Mm. Or only thing are you going by is historical data. Warren Buffett said, Oh, okay. Yeah. Warren Buffett no, said this. Uh, he said, if you're not willing to hold a stock forever, mm -hmm. don't be willing to hold it for 10 minutes. Mm. But what do you got all these gurus out here talking about? Invest, ooh, trade, trade, all on Instagram. And it's like, no, guys, we missing it. It's all about 
lowering your risk. So how do you do that? You got to figure out what market has the least chance of failure. Mm. You got to be able to know, I have this, 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 that to overcome. And if I know what these variables are, I know what the potential output for winning is. Mm. So let's talk about the casino market, right? The casinos are banks. Mm. They're not casinos. Right. They're more liquid than banks. Okay. Okay. This market did $13.6 billion last year at the height of a pandemic. Mm. The banking industry in Nevada didn't see those type of profits. Mm -hmm. There's four pillars of capitalism, the job market, entrepreneur market, investment market, and the casino market. Now, there's definitions inside of all of these. Mm. The, the, the job market calls people who play exchange their time for money in that market employees, right? Mm. Because there is a wager that you're going to have to make with your time and your skills. So how do right. you how do you hedge that wager? You get education. How much does it cost? You yeah. making a bet. They're not going to tell you that, though, yeah, because because the education, you, you're going to pay for education. You're going to pay for it. But it's not no guarantee. And anything that's not guaranteed, yeah. you are wagering. So how do you hedge that? Mm. And then so now you black. So now you got all this education and you did all what they said you should do. And you still got to go and compete, but because you black now, you don't get the pay that you want. Now you don't get the, oh, this. And so you say, well, screw that. I'm going to go in the entrepreneurial market. I'm going to start my own business. And the banks, and, the, and here's how the banks win in the job market. When you get the loan, guess who you got to pay? The banks. Mm. At interest. Student loan debt is at $2.1 trillion. Mm. You know how this economy works? It works based on debt. If people ain't in debt, this economy doesn't. Now, that's a whole deeper subject, but that's kind of how I got into the software. So it's understanding these markets. So the entrepreneur market, the same way, is that, you know, the banks won't tell us that you're gambling. They'll call you entrepreneurs. They'll say, good job. You're an entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial spirit. But they're not going to tell you you have an inherent 70% chance of losing over 10 years, not 10 days. See, that, get that. See, we're talking about time over 10 years. So it will float you for 10, but your doom is at 70% within 10. Mm. Who want to make that kind of bet with their time, money, and their life? But why don't they tell us that? Yeah, you're breaking because it down. Because they wanted us to do this, which is nothing bad, but can you compete? Mm. Do you have the money to compete? So now you got to be smarter about, okay, well, I ain't got the right, you know, complexion for, you know, the election or whatever they call it. I don't have that. Protection. Protection for the, what's it, what's it called? The, uh, the protection. Complexion uh, for the, the protection. protection. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have that. I don't have the money because, you know, a lot of us, we don't come from money. Yeah. And even if we got the credit, it's still a, it's still a tie. So what's next? The investment market, right? So that's what I was thinking when I was at the, when I saw what happened at the casino, it made me go back to the investment market because I saw how fast money changed. Yeah. Yeah. Without the risk, without the inherent upfront liability. In order for me to sell this first magazine, I had a business license, $75. I got to go get this. That's a hundred dollars. I got to open up the building. Now that's $2,500 down. Yeah. I, oh, no, 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 no. Not even a first dollar made before I've hedged all this time and money. With an inherent risk of 70%. You're steady spending money. Spending and you money, steady spending. spending. You steady spending. 
you steady spending. So what what the what investors do, they go to the investment market and say, well, I ain't gonna take this risk. Right, right. I'm gonna bet on them because I'm smarter than that. I'm gonna just right. let y'all handle that. And the people who end up doing well are the major corporations, mom and pop, small business. Mm -hmm. Even if you survive, you end up kind of owning your owning a job. Yeah. You know, so I had to get a little bit more brighter about it. And then ultimately I started, I, uh, I went to saw that happen in Vegas. I saw how quick that money changed. And then I thought about the stock market because in the stock market, it moves the same kind of way. The only difference is, is that there were still risk variables that you like, 50% of crypto crashed a couple weeks ago. Right. I told my guys, uh, and I got clients all over the world, New Zealand, Austria, yeah. Singapore, China, uh, that I've educated on what I'm doing. And I had one guy who had invested $25,000 in crypto about a month ago. Mm. And I was trying to educate him. I'm like, dude, do you know how to calculate risk? You're just doing it because it's a fad, right? So he put 25,000 crypto went down 50% and it's going to continue to crash right now. You could expect this market to go for all markets to go further and further down, except for this one market. Mm. And that's the casino market. Mm. Now the allure, the attraction is the part of their, uh, it's almost like for an entrepreneur, the allure to be an entrepreneur is this idea that you're going to make it, that you're going to get, that house you're going to get that car you're going to have that financial freedom that's the allure the same way in vegas the allure is oh put the potential to make all of this and then the, the liquor and the women and the lights and all this other stuff they're all capital markets they're just being presented differently to you because like i said if they presented the job market saying up at the top slave contract you wouldn't do it right right but you're giving them 40 hours of your life mm. every week so 80 hours every two weeks 80 hours every two and y'all be doing ot i'm not doing the overtime you know and it's like you do Sterling, what you do you want to come in and do some overtime <laughs> hell no <laughs> right. so that's the game that they run it but if we knew that we probably would think different right yeah. so i created a saw so actually i did a video on youtube it was about five years ago because when i saw what happened at the casino and at the speed of which it happened, it kind of blew my lid because I knew how long it took me. And I'm this wasn't my first company. Mm -hmm. Okay, all of them failed. <laughs> so I knew at the speed that it mm. took me to fail was nowhere near at the speed it took me to win here. So I started to investigate all markets. Get away from definitions and terms, okay? Because... I will not call you a slave for being an employee. Mm. They won't, your employer won't say that either. Because if he ever, if you ever thought of yourself as that, you might not want to be there. Mm. You might start thinking like me. Right. So we use terms to define where you are to keep you there. Mm -hmm. Like they gave the term to black people, Democrat. Keep you at a job, keep you working. Minimum wage. Why? Because that means you're going to spend money. Mm -hmm. You're going to be capped. So the, so they trying to, they use these words and it's like, no. Yeah, that's why I say the titles, whatever. The titles, titles you know, right. Whatever you want to put on it. You whatever know. you want to put on it. Yeah. So it's like they're using these terms to keep you there. So I stopped looking at 
the casino from the term of entertainment, yeah. but as a term of capital markets. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you think in terms of capital market, if there is money being exchanged, at what level of risk? Again, this was 10,000 before the first sold. Mm. And I still had a 70% chance of losing. Mm. I could have took that same 10. Now, I don't get that. I'm going to explain this. You could have take the, took the same 10 and had a 48% chance on a game in an instant and still would have had 10 years to recover if you lost. Mm. But if you start a business and you have a 70% inherent chance of losing, I got you for 10 years, I got you for interest, and you still lost. Mm -hmm. And mm. guess who won? The house did. Three strikes you out. So, okay. So in the investment market, I said, well, let me create a software because at least I could recognize what companies are winning, right? So if my risk of losing is going to be based on how well these companies do, well, there's this thing called inside trading. Mm. There's this thing called competition. Mm. There's this thing called legalities. And there's this thing called what politician did you shake hands with or what company did you do this with or what kind of backroom deal did you do that caused oh, that stock to dip? That, yeah. And now next thing you know, 50% of crypto done dropped. And like, wait a minute. And you want to actually, I was just uh, talking to uh, Mike about this. He was just saying, don't, don't, don't mess with the stocks right now. <laughs> you know, they pumped y'all head up with that, man. They, they, yeah. they, because everybody was, oh, you know, the crypto, the, the this, the that. It's always good at first. If you got in when you're right. supposed to got in and got out, right. it was sweet. Right. But they tricked y'all, man, and got, right. and got a whole bunch of y'all tied up. Hey man, don't look at me, man. I can tell you to do it, Jack. Yeah. You know, yeah. you should have managed your business. And and that's what I was telling Mike as far as, especially when you're doing stocks and with whatever you're doing, make sure you do it right. Right. You know, and that's really all that he's saying. Mm -hmm. Make sure whatever you're doing or whatever you're getting into, you understand it. Yeah. And right. a lot of us, we get into things. And we half understand. Half understand. You know? We're just going by what we think, what we feel, the hype, what we've been educated to do. Because I can't tell you when. All right. So let me just kind of bring you back up. So because this is such a taboo thing to even talk about the fact that a professional, you know, I, I'm not uh, I'm a. I come from the banking world. I come mm -hmm. from business and all these other things. So what I'm saying is not coming from a place of desperation, but from a pure place of knowledge and understanding. So, um, so the way I ended up getting into the software uh, was because I started doing it in the stock market and the things that I could not control, I had an issue with. And it's like, so it's like, well, I couldn't control whether 50, I was going to lose 50% in crypto, I couldn't control S&P 500. And even though you invest in certain things, now you got this thing going up, going down, right? Mm -hmm. And ain't all of that is nothing but a wager. Ain't nothing but what these, what these brokers are doing on Wall Street are betting. They're doing the exact same thing people do here. They make bets. However, these bets are based on some risk calculation, but a lot of times speculation, because when you don't know how to calculate, you have to assume, mm. okay? You got to hope. 
And if you've been as broke as me before, you get sick of the hope, you get sick of speculation. So you got to go into a place where you can clearly see definable markets, right? There is this term called ludic fallacy. Let me let me pull it up here. You ever uh, I'm gonna read ludic fallacy is all right. Ludic fallacy return it. it it's a it's a basis upon how risk is managed, uh, and what they say is they compare uh, games uh, to how we manage in real life, and what they say is the the basis upon ludic fallacy is all about a game, okay? Because a game is where you compete, right? Mm -hmm. And if so, we're all playing games. Whether you're on a job market, you're you're in you're in competition, you're in a game. You're competing for money because if you don't fulfill risk obligations called a job description, you lose the bet of your salary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Same thing in business, but we are not taught. We don't understand that capitalism is nothing but a huge casino. Mm -hmm. So what the casinos do to is such a joke at what they've done mm -hmm. and how they actually go about, uh, managing or, or getting people or winning people to this market what they do is we're good mm -hmm. uh, what they do is is that they take something so simple and make it so easy mm -hmm. but because you behave in a nature or you've been taught to behave or not taught to understand how money and time works for example i'll give you an example one of my friends he works uh I don't want to say he works at Chrysler. He makes about $1,500 a week, right? Mm -hmm. He was out here a few weeks ago. He made $1,000 in 30 minutes. Mm. And you know what he did? He stayed. Mm. He didn't take his money. Mm. So the mindset I'm was, gone. I'm gone. is that if it took 20 years for him to build up to make $1,000 mm -hmm. in the casino market, that happened without the risk, without the 20 years, without the education, it happened in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. But he's conditioned to do, 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 check Friday, do that for 20 years. So if that happened in this market in 30 seconds, the first inclination is to say what? If I do what I just did for another 30 minutes, the same result happens. Yeah. That's not how this market works. Mm -hmm. The only way this market survives, and, and this is pure game, the only way the casino market survives is if you stay. Right. If everyone in this market, in this casino market, mm -hmm. if you were up even a dollar, if you took your money, mm -hmm. the casino market crashes. Yeah. This is the only market that behaves like that. Mm -hmm. So how do you, and when we're talking about reduced risk of being able to win, because winning is money. So yeah. it's like, again, I didn't win, even though this is great, you didn't win. Mm -hmm. Why not? Because the variables for winning are so enormous. Yeah. So let's talk about how the software went. I did a video and I put it on YouTube. It was called the stock market versus the casino. And this is how I became kind of big in where I'm at. Yeah. And there was this idea called permutations that talks about was the casino and the stock market the same? Mm. And uh, the bankers, of course, will, will say it's not, but they'll have a difficult time trying to explain it. Right. The casino market actually is better 
than the stock market. Yeah. Well, you want to know what, brother? We doing our thing, but we're going to have to cut it short. Oh, are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to cut it short. But uh, I appreciate you, man. Oh. Look, look, yo, no, no, no. The band was on. I'm talking about he was he 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 was he was taking off. He gave you all that game. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna give y'all a part two. We're gonna do a vlog. We're gonna go out somewhere. Uh, probably get a bite to eat, and we'll finish giving y'all this game, and he can give y'all some more, word, you know, in depth information word. on the software and all of that, man. Chauncey White, I appreciate you. Brother. Yeah, Thank brother. Thank you so much. Part yeah. taking the demonstrate, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gone.